God bless you and welcome to Yesterday Ended, Healing the Traumas of Life. I'm your host, Dennis Dobbin. Thank you so much for joining me today. There are a number of phrases that are in common use these days. The fact of the matter is, or according to the facts, as a matter of fact, it's just a fact of life. So accept the facts as they are, and I say this all to you matter-of-factly. Facts are things we can see, hear, smell, taste, and touch. Facts, some say, are reality. Unfortunately, most people cannot see beyond the facts. There is another world that is as real, or perhaps more real, than the facts before your nose. There is a world of faith that opens the door to the miraculous. And to repeat another common phrase, there is more than meets the eye. Your life cannot change, and you cannot be free from your past without the miraculous. If you have not seen the miraculous in your life, I want to introduce you to the God of the impossible and his promises. He wants to invade your world with the power of his kingdom. Give a listen. Heavenly Father, I pray that my words are anointed by your Spirit and life. I pray for those who are listening this day, for their hearts to be open to receive from you. Thank you, Jesus, for bringing us into a relationship with the Father. Thank you for your sacrifice and love to us. Holy Spirit, invade and open our hearts to receive this day. In the name of Jesus. If all there is to life is what we can register by our five senses, then there are too many recorded events that need some explanation, events that go beyond the physical and factual into the realm of what can only be called the miraculous. There have been people who have been dead for more than a day that have been suddenly revived. There are many reports of people being saved from death by someone who later disappears. People are healed of terminal illnesses after someone speaks words of faith to them. These events cannot be explained in the physical realm. The scientific facts don't add up. It is only through acceptance of a spiritual realm, powered by faith in God, that we begin walking in the miraculous. I once bounced off a car, It threw me not too far. Though it could have been defeat, I landed on my feet. The windshield completely shattered me without a tatter. Witnesses saw me fly. I was unharmed and did not die. Under me a ladder slipped and fell, but I remained well. Transported through the air, suddenly on the roof I stood there. In shock, I looked far below as the ladder bounced to and fro. No way I could have jumped. This leaves some thoroughly stumped. Science and facts cannot explain how the power of God can reign. My health is here to prove that the Spirit of God on me has moved. In faith we must be for his power to know and see. In miracles I have walked, and of his glory I will talk. Some people may say I'm a liar and that these things never occurred, but a ladder did fall out from underneath me one day as I was working on a gutter. 
My ladder was at the top of a stairway on a small landing. As I was cutting a mesh to cover the gutter, one moment I was on the ladder, and the next I was ten feet away, standing on the roof. I had no warning, so there's no way I could have jumped. Secondly, my feet were about four feet below the roof line, and with the ladder falling, I would have had nothing to push off from. This is where the belief in angels is essential. There's no physical way to explain this, but to say it was a miracle. Years later, I was crossing the street when I heard screeching tires and turned to see the car inches away from me. My next conscious moment was me landing on my feet. I didn't stumble or fall to the ground. I landed on my feet. I wore glasses, and they were still on my face, unscratched and unbroken. I had a sweatshirt draped around my shoulders, and it was still there. I looked up to see the shattered windshield. I looked down at my knees and bent them, and they were fine. I looked up again at the shattered windshield and began to laugh. God had protected me. To my conscious knowledge, this was the second time I have been saved by an angel. I had a slightly wild teenage life. I don't remember how I got home more than once. There could have been several other instances of angels protecting me, but I can't remember them. All throughout scripture, there are records of miracles. A quick search of YouTube will bring up a large number of videos of testimonies of miracles and actual news footage of events that cannot be explained in the physical. Those involved, and even the newscasters, had to say they were miracles. The world, a.k.a. the devil and his multimedia system, is hell-bent on discrediting God and pushing people away from walking in faith to receive his goodness and provision. Smart people believe in facts, and dumb people believe in God. That's what the world says. Well, I'm happy to say I'm very stupid in the eyes of the world because I believe in God and his miraculous power. How about you? Do you believe God can work a miracle in your life? What fact or facts are you facing that need a miracle? God had promised Abram and Sarai that they would have a son. Abram would eventually be changed into Abraham and become the father of many nations. Problem was, Sarah got to be about 90 years old and Abraham was 99 before the promise came to pass. They realized that by themselves they could not bring this to pass. The facts were against them. They needed to accept the fact that Sarah was past childbearing age and Abraham was almost a hundred. Yet it says in chapter 4 of Romans that Abraham believed God and his promises. We pick it up in verse 17. As it is written, A father of many nations have I made you, in the presence of him whom he believed, even God, who gives life to the dead and calls into being that which does not exist. In hope against hope he believed, so that he might become a father of many nations, according to that which had been spoken, so shall your descendants be. Without becoming weak in faith, he contemplated his own body, now as good as dead, since he was about a hundred years old, 
and the deadness of Sarah's womb. God, who you need to remember happens to be your heavenly Father, calls into existence that which does not exist, and he does it out of thin air sometimes. He brings life where there is death. He restores what has been taken away. He cures the incurable. There was no physical way for the promise of God to Abraham to come to pass without God. Without the God of the impossible, there is no hope. With the God of the impossible, there is always hope. There are times where the facts are staring us in the face. The bank account is empty or low, and rent is due now. I just read an account of a minister who was moving into the Los Angeles area many years ago. He had been offered a big church and big financing to stay in the Midwest, but he felt God was calling him into the Los Angeles area. Housing in Los Angeles is very expensive, and because they had moved away from their support group in the Midwest, they were scrambling to be able to finance this move. A number of years before, they had done work in the country of Korea, and suddenly, out of the middle of nowhere, the church in Korea came forward at this moment of need and gave them a huge gift that covered a year of rent. The Korean church had not been contacted, except by the Holy Spirit, who led them to give the gift. Back in the end of 2015, my shopmate and I paid rent on the 1st of December, and on the 4th of December, there was a quit notice on our door. Quit meaning pack up everything and get out in 30 days. We did not, unfortunately, have a long-term lease at the time. Long story short, when I mentioned it to a friend who was a cabinet maker for a contractor, he asked his boss if I could share their shop. The contractor said yes. And again, long story short, I went from paying $825 a month to paying $200 a month for a shop larger than I had been in. Until last month, I was in that shop for over seven and a half years. Now I am on a quest for a new shop. There was no logical reason I had that space for $200 a month. God worked in the heart of the contractor I was renting from. It was the blessing of God upon my life. As to receiving my new workshop, I believe God has something more for me to come. It's time for me to wait upon the Lord. God told Abraham to leave his country and go to a place he would show him. God has told me he would provide for me, and I believe him, whether I see it or understand it, I believe and know he will provide. I have given you testimonies about myself and about others in the miraculous in our lives. There are many records in the Bible that show how God provided for his people throughout all time. Consider being in the desert and food, a bread-like substance called manna, falling out of the sky and all you had to do was go out and scoop it up and make bread out of it. Imagine needing to pay a tax and you go out fishing and out of the mouth of a fish you find a coin that pays your tax. Consider what Jesus told those that believe on him in John chapter 14 verse 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, 
and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Most of us would be happy to do one or two of the works that he did, and to consider doing greater works than he did? Ah! Jesus raised people from the dead, physically. Now that Jesus has been to the cross and paid for all salvation, we can raise people from the dead spiritually by telling them about Jesus and his finished work. You are a miracle worker. If you believe in Jesus, you are a miracle worker. You may have not yet stepped up to believe this yet, but you are a miracle worker. You have the power and authority to pray for others. Peter and John prayed for the man at the Temple Gate Beautiful who had been lame his whole life. They spoke simple words to him, and he stood up and danced and shouted and praised God. Peter was arrested and put in jail and was chained between two guards with several guards in the room and outside the room, and an angel came that night and delivered him from certain death. Jesus personally witnessed to the then blasphemous Saul, who later became Paul, who was killing Christians. Jesus then spoke directly to a certain disciple named Ananias and directed him to a specific house to be able to pray for him. Paul had lost his sight, but when Ananias prayed for him, he was healed. God wants to work miracles in your life. He wants you to pray for others and work miracles in their lives. It's time for you to walk in the miraculous. Science and facts cannot explain how the power of God can reign. My health is here to prove that the Spirit of God on me has moved. In faith we must be for his power to know and see. In miracles I have walked, and of his glory I will talk. As a Christian, you believe in a God you've never seen. He inspired a book that is one harmonious revelation through dozens of different writers. This book tells of the coming of a Messiah who would save mankind from their sin, their problems, their sicknesses, and death. The Messiah would perform miracles of healing even to the extent of raising someone from the dead. Actually, a few people from the dead, if you're counting. And then he would willingly give his life to be the payment for our sin and free us so that we could come into an intimate family relationship with God. Believing in God is believing in the miraculous. The miraculous should be your normal environment. Signs, miracles, and wonders follow those who believe. It's time to believe.